Christmas, love <laughs> now. Christmas, what did you I love that song. I can listen to that song a hundred million times. Hey, hey Jackie, what's a uh, uh, middle-aged elf you'd like to sleep with? <laughs> what's it called? You're, what's a middle-aged elf you'd, you'd like to have sexual relations with? <laughs> I guess it would be called a Melf. <laughs> Happy Melf and Christmas. <laughs> Page seven. I did casually come up with the joke Melf, and I felt really good about it. And thank you for including it, Molly. I, I knew that. I could tell you were upset that you didn't say it on mic. So I was. I was upset. Oh, it sounds like a Melf, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's right before. Before Christmas time, you know, it is, I think this is pretty officially Christmas time. Yes. This is oh, what, yeah. the 21st that we're recording mm-hmm. this? So I think this is uh, like prime Christmas time. Oh yeah, baby. We're we're in the guts of Santa's belly right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just slowly being digested by Santa. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely like, it's like the time where you're like, I have to start feeling fucking festive. You yeah. know, like, I have things to do. <laughs> I better be having a lot of fun the whole time. You know, that's how I feel right now. Yeah. Yeah, me and you, uh, Molly, just both rewatched Christmas Vacation. Mm-hmm. I've now seen it twice in one month. That's Whoa. a good one. And uh, how did you feel about it upon rewatching it? I loved it. Yeah, I enjoyed it the second time. Yeah, I mean, it's got its dips. Yeah. It's got its moments where you're just uh, like, okay, well, let's kind of move along. Let's move <laughs> along. But the biggest thing was the parents showed up two weeks before Christmas. Two I know. Weeks. Jesus Christ. And they are all staying. That was, I, I was like, I like this movie because it really establishes the entire month of December as like full on holiday season. Yeah, Christmas. Holy fuck! (laughs) Hallelujah! <laughs> that rant that he has really, I mean, that's, huh. it's so good. It's so good. I mean, it's, you know, repurposed from whistling zippity doo dah out of our assholes. But. <laughs> yeah, it is a good, it is a good movie. I know I was a bit of a Scrooge about it a couple of weeks ago, but it is a very fun, like the little advent calendar. Yeah. It's, ding, uh, ding, ding, ding. It ding, reminds ding. me so much of childhood. Like, I must have watched that movie every year. Oh, and yeah. it's so sad, it's like especially just Doris Roberts, man. 2016 got her, mm. but you know I did see her in another. Uh, I think it was called Merry Christmas, I believe, where she was making out with some dude in an elevator. Um, and it was filmed last year. Oh. She looked like she was on death's doorstep, but she was. <laughs> she just kept making this guy kiss her under the mistletoe because there was mistletoe in an elevator. Is she the grandma who kills? Who brings the cat? poop in the yes. jello? Yes, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, no, no, no. Oh. She, no, no, she's the mother. She's, um, she's, uh, Chevy Chase's name? mother. She, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what else was it? Uh, no, she's the wife's mother. The wife's mother? What else was she in? Oh, oh, um, Doris Everybody Roberts. Loves Raymond. Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah, yeah, the mom from Everybody Loves Raymond. Boy, all of those parents are dead now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Peter Boyle, too. Mm-hmm. It's rough. <laughs> it's rough. Sad. <laughs> and really quickly, and we'll get back to Christmas, but... I mean, the person that's been on the death watch for the entirety of Page 7 died this week, Zsa Zsa Gabor. True. I was like, wait, Jack Nicholson died? <laughs> <laughs> we had two that's been on the death wish, or the de- not the death wish. No! <laughs> the death list for uh, the in all the years that we've been doing this show. 
Yeah, Jar Jar Gabor, dead at 99. 99. 99. Good yeah. for her. Yeah. That is a good for <laughs> I don't know how she fucking did it. I mean, she wasn't looking the best, but she wasn't looking the worst. Yeah. I mean, she showed up and blind. It was the first time that a death blind item uh, came true. Uh, she showed up about two weeks ago uh, on the death's door blind item list. Uh, and she finally shuffled off of this mortal coil just a couple of days ago on December 19th. She lived a full life. Mm-hmm. True. Truly so. I mean, I think we should all be so lucky. And I feel like I, my knowledge of, she's just always like a kind of like uh, mysteriously slash terrifyingly sexy famous lady in my head. You oh, know? yeah. Yeah. That's what, I think that's what she was besides the minor singing. She was just a debutante <laughs> that said darling a lot. God, yeah, I she's wish. just famous for being real sexy and like kind of mouthy, right? I just want to be that. <laughs> yeah, Why can't you already, I be known as that? <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like you're well on your way. I want to have a very similar bio to Zsa Zsa Gabor when I die. Yeah. Jackie was most she famous. She loved many, but let few into her heart. <laughs> famous for being quite loud and showcasing her breasts wherever she went. Mm-hmm. I got to get these puppies out. I'm <laughs> buttoning my shirt right now. All right. They're out, guys. Are you ready? <laughs> Well, back to Christmas. I tried taking your recommendation, Jackie. I tried watching the Santa Claus. God damn, it's depressing. It starts off so, so amazing. Like, it starts off with a fight between divorced parents and the kids just sitting there sad, wishing that he was still hanging out with his douchebag, like his mom's douchebag boyfriend. Christmas at the pound. (laughs) (laughs) Christmas at Danny's. The divorced dad Danny's. That's when we said, let's watch Christmas Vacation. This is too sad. This is too sad. That's what the 90s were about, though. Everyone divorced in the 90s. Yeah, and we saw it pl- played out before our very cultural eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in Christmas movies. Keep divorce out of Christmas movies. It, but it is a big part of Christmas, Marcus. Yeah. Where do the kids go on Christmas? I know it's a big part of Christmas, but do you have to remind the kids that their parents are divorced? Yes. <laughs> Burrow it into their brains. They didn't forget. It's their fault. <laughs> no matter what the parents say, it's their fault. Charlie was so annoying. You really think that didn't have a big part and not why do you think Tim Allen didn't want to go home <laughs> why do you think he worked all the time did you see that uh, I think somebody posted in the group um, Charlie grew up to be um, I'm going to say mildly attractive but the, the the article was like oh he's really hot right he's now he's not hot I think he's a bit of a plain Jane actually yeah that plays in a mediocre rock band yo what's the rock band called I forget I, forget. I looked at it and I started listening I was like nah but I did look all the way through. I was like, ooh, Charlie's hot. And then I was like, eh. It's like there's a lot of articles about how Aaron from Full House is hot now, and he's not. No. He's no. like twink hot, though. Yeah, he's fine. I, yeah. And then that other guy who's also from Full House, that other child, the blonde one who also played Wally in the Little Rascals movie, mm-hmm. he's also um See, pretty- I'm more into the Nevilles. Like Neville Longbottom. Oh. He got hot. <laughs> I think you meant like Aaron Neville. I love an Aaron Neville. Ooh, get me a slice of that for Christmas. <laughs> no, Neville Longbottom, now he grew up to be hot. Who's that? In Harry Potter. Oh. In the movie, I mean, that's the whole thing. Like, even in the books, they I think they allude to the fact that he grew up better than what he used to look like. 
Yeah, I'm showing a picture of him right now. From what he used to look like, Marcus, the one right above it, yeah. He got much more, he's more attractive than he was as a child. Yes. I think that is, I think as as we have established on the show that attractive children usually grow up to be unattractive, vice versa, unattractive children grow up to be attractive. Look at me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I had some rough years. No, yeah, I I had many monkey years. Yeah, yeah. I, I I did not. Uh, I was a late bloomer. Yeah, as they, oh, as they say. We all were here on page seven. Yeah. Oh yeah, late late bloomers, one and all. Now, um, I do, uh, guys. I've been really excited to talk about this, and I I have some big things to say. I might be a new flip flopper. I think I'm against Mariah Carey now. I'm I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I watched Mariah Carey's Merriest Christmas special. Mm. It is on Netflix. It came out last year. (laughs) Why did you do that? Because I just wanted to see, because it kept popping up, because we've been watching all these Hallmark Christmas movies, and uh, we watched it. I don't know. Guys, I don't know. What is it? What is it about her that turns you off? It is, well, because it's just basically her singing, and then there's, like, a weird through line of, like, Santa, who's played by, I think he's, he. you would know him if you saw him, he plays, like, fat character guy on, like, small, oh, no, he's uh, Mike from Mike and Molly. Oh, yeah. And he... He, it's like he's playing Santa and he can't get there in time. But Siri is a huge fan of Mariah Carey, so Siri helps him get past the traffic oh my to God. get there on time. He's, and he, she goes, "The Mariah Carey." Oh my uh, God! It's and, uh, and Mariah Carey is so dead on the inside. Yeah. And so no Christmas spirit was within her. You can tell she, I think that she, hey, I think she, she lives in a straight jacket holed up <laughs> somewhere until Christmas comes around and they unfold her. Yeah. And they say, you must sing the song. And she kind of sings the song and I think that she hates it. Oh, how could she not? But it's what you're known, I mean, I mean, you're known for other things, but girl, you gotta change it up. She can't sing the way she used to, and in it, she was singing, but she, like, I know those songs. I listened to, her Christmas album is amazing, but she just can't sing it the way she used to, and Doug and I were talking, it's like, most musicians, if they're known for hitting those notes or doing the and you can't do it anymore, switch it up. Yeah. Do something else. Change your image, but she's not. Oh, right. She just won't do it. I would say Mariah Carey's definitely a woman that lives in 1997. And yeah, she has never changed her image. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then I watched the carpool karaoke of her singing All I Want for Christmas is You because I love carpool karaoke. Mm. It's the uh, James Corden thing where they get, he gets, I mean, the Adele one is amazing. The Adele one is the best. I mean, there's, they're all really Michelle good, Michelle Obama though. one is also quite good. So they had her on to sing All I, and, and he's like, he's like, Mariah, what do you want for Christmas? She's like, well, James, <laughs> I, I guess what I want for Christmas. And she's sitting up, like she's so obviously uncomfortable because her breasts aren't out enough. And she's like, I guess I want you to sing my song. All I want for Christmas is you. And so they start to sing it together. And what they did is it, which was very smart, because obviously she wasn't into it and they knew that she wasn't going to want to do it. So they had had every singer who has been on over this year sing the song with James Corden. So they interspliced everybody else Uh, singing the song because she just can't do it anymore. She was so sad to do it. And And she was just her eyes. Uh, Where's the spark? (laughs) Nothing. 
I think I can't do it anymore, guys. I think I'm off the boat. I mean, she hasn't had a spark in a long time. I know. I, mean, I know. I've been holding on, though. Yeah. I mean, she her peak was definitely butterfly. Yes. Yeah. That's a long, long that was, time. I mean, that was her, I think that was her first album. <laughs> yeah. Maybe her second album. It's not a peak as so much as a, a one point and then just a slow descension. But the Mariah Carey's uh, Merriest Christmas special is also promoting the movie that she directed and starred in with oh, Lacey no. Chabert. You would also know her if you saw her because her her mouth is half the size of her face, who was also in the special. And it's all about, they had people interviewing the people that were in the movie being like, we loved working with Mariah. <laughs> <laughs> she just lets an actor be an actor, which means she didn't direct anything. Uh, I mean, she didn't do fucking jack shit for mm-hmm. the movie. And I just, and now I gotta find the movie. Yeah. It's out there. No, I I guarantee it's out there. I bet I could find it. I don't know if I want to though. Yeah. I was thinking of you uh um because and that and Mariah Carey and that song because I also last week watched Love Actually and uh-huh. they, as this annual tradition of and uh, I never thought to ask you, do you hate the scene where the little girl sings yes. Mariah Carey? <laughs> yes, I do. And especially when it looks over. It's also like kid love, too. Yeah. When, like, the kid, she looks over at him and he's like, and you. And, like, the mm, kid's, yeah. like, beams and she goes, and you. And then he gets so sad and I'm happy he's sad. Oh, of course. Yeah, <laughs> children don't know love. Liam Neeson, what are you doing dragging him to the airport? <laughs> yeah, no, he never should have gone to the airport. And Butterfly is Mariah Carey's sixth album. Well, yeah. so it is a peak. Yeah, 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 that was definitely a peak. Yeah, and that's what I bet 1997. That is the year that uh, Butterfly came out. 1997 was a great year for pop music. I've said it before and I'll say it again. For pop music, yeah, it was absolutely great. For rock music, pretty awful. Pretty awful. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, a yeah. lot of Matchbox 20. Yeah. I want to push you around. <laughs> and I will. Where I will. Yeah, that was. <laughs> yeah. Was that Californication, though? Is that the year? Is that 97? Californication was 99. Oh, okay. Yeah, 99 or 2000. I, just, I have to think in terms of, like, 97 and 2001, I can usually tell which songs came out what year because I just have to imagine uh, in high school. Like, yeah. if I was mm-hmm. a freshman, junior, because, yeah, I think, yeah, Californication, 99. I was a junior in high school. All right. Yeah, 1997 was, uh... I mean, who doesn't love a good, solid Matchbox 20 song? Oh, man, I went and saw... When I was in high school, I was trying to hook up with this girl, so I went to Matchbox 20... Everclear and Lifehouse. Oh, I loved Lifehouse. Hanging by Mom and you, you make me by Mom and you. I loved Lifehouse. Yeah, and I was not happy. I'm pretty sure I ruined the concert for one woman because I was going with my cousin as well uh, and about halfway, or I would say two songs into Matchbox 20, I said, fuck it, I don't care. So me and my cousin just started making fun of Matchbox 20 and this woman turned around that was sitting in front of us, turned around and said, you're ruining it! Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> and that's when I, I was like, okay, I'm sorry. I'll stop. Well, I'll stop. I'll just go. I'll just go. How was Everclear, though? Everclear was actually, they yeah? were uh, they were actually really good. Hell yeah. yeah. The, the lead singer uh, had a uh, transmitter attached to his guitar 
And so he ran around the state, like ran around the uh, mezzanine in the arena, like playing guitar. He was, they were actually really fa- fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I would put them among uh, top 20 performers I've ever seen. Wow. Yeah. I guess top 20 is a lot, though. I've seen <laughs> hundreds. Ooh, 20. <laughs> I've seen hundreds of bands yeah. live. Yeah. yeah. So it's, I think the top 20 is pretty good. All right. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'll take it. Good for Everclear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good for Everclear. <laughs> Didn't they do well? <laughs> They're probably still making money off their music somewhere, right? Mm. I think a lot about what the bands that I listened to in the late 90s are how they're doing financially. Yeah. Now, Smash Mouth, I hear, is not doing all that all that great. That's I read a, fine. I'm fine. Yeah, I, that's read a story, I read a story the other day of a, a guy that saw Smash Mouth in like a car, a used car parking lot in the middle of summer, and they started playing, like, and there were just people in the crowd yelling, play the Shrek songs! Oh. And the big fat lead singer had a heat stroke in the middle of it. Oh, <laughs> so no. they carted him off while the band just played instrumental versions of, uh, all star oh. instrumental. <laughs> there is really not a lot of instruments going on at all. Yeah, because you know why they did that? Because they had a contract to fulfill. They needed money that bad, where their lead singer is getting carted off to the ambulance. But they needed that like two thousand bucks that they got paid so bad. That they just kept playing. Man, Although, he should just be a guy Fieri impersonator. He should be a guy. I, in my head, they're interchangeable. Um, you know, the thing about the instrumental, though, is that probably anybody who cared enough to show up at an all-star concert could have just, the whole audience could have sung it. That's yes. what the, the story said, is that everyone. Turned all, into like a yeah, big group Yeah, just everyone, but half-heartedly. Hey uh, now, now, you're yeah. an all-star. Get to game, game on. So hot Go to play. play. Hey <laughs> Where's the donkey? So hot. Actually, Guy, uh, Guy Fieri calls uh, Steve from Smash Mouth his brother from a different mother. There's actually a picture of the two of them together. Mediocrity in a celebration of mediocrity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, would you even put Smash Mouth to mediocrity? Yeah, no, they're one step below mediocrity. Yeah, Fifteen I, years ago, yes. Who's better, Smash Mouth or Sugar Ray? Oh. Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. I'm going to say sh- Sugar Ray. What was the Sugar Ray? Every morning is a As from a beach town, I would choose Sugar Ray. Yeah. If, yeah, if I had to choose one, that's tough because I think... <laughs> Musically, I would choose Sugar Ray, which is a disgusting thing to say. Yeah. But but nostalgia-wise, I remember I was in eighth grade when fucking All Star came out, and I always thought it was I was always a big dick about it. And I thought it was a stupid song, but like all my friends loved it, and reminds me of like some fun times in eighth grade. Yeah. If I had to choose to listen to like if I had to listen to one song for the rest of my life, and I had to choose between Fly by Sugar Ray or All Star by Smash Mouth. I'd choose All Star. Wow. Yeah. See, I hate. That song. <laughs> I viscerally hate that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I hate it. I hate it. Just die. Break the morale. It's a cold place. Mother said it's colder. You're bolting up now. Wait till you get older. But the media man begs to differ. Judging by the hole in the satellite picture. Well, I think getting pretty thin. Well, get warm, so you might as well swim. My world's on fire. How about yours? That's the way I 
like it and, and I'll, I'll never, never get, get bored. bored. Wow, how do you guys know that? Because it's burned. <laughs> yeah. Burned into my brain. That's nuts. Middle I guess school. I guess by, by the time that song came out, I was out of like kind of the pop music. Like it was just sort of like on the periphery. I knew it existed, but I didn't have to listen to it all the time. Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> you guys <laughs> know that so well. <laughs> Wow, it's either that or just I just want to fly. Put no. your arms around me, baby. Put no. your arms around me, baby. No. I would choose All Star over Fly. Wow. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm a, I'm a fly. I'm yeah. a fly girl. I yeah. guess. <laughs> some knee pads on me. If, if someone wants to make a little poll on the Facebook page, if you had to listen to one song for the rest of your life, would Ugh. it be All Star or Fly? Ugh. Please feel free. I want to see what the listeners think I think here. that's hell. I'm pretty yeah. sure that is hell. Everyone's just weeping and voting. I don't want to. <laughs> don't make me choose. Oh, and by the way, real quick, uh, I want to say a special thank you to everybody out in Seattle and Portland who uh, cheered when I said, who here listens to Page 7? And the yeah. dozens of people who came up to me after the show that said they were huge fans of the show Hell and yeah. loved the two of you Hell guys. Yeah. So much. Thanks so much. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Thank you, Seattle and Portland. We shall come back to see you soon. Yeah, I want to go. <laughs> Marcus, I want to go. <laughs> Speaking of which, it's time for the list. Oh, who's on, on the list? list? Marcus, got to have that list. Famous people with scoliosis. Oh, Interesting. the of the back they have. <laughs> uh, Sarah Michelle Geller. All right. Does that mean, but then they have to wear the braces, right? Well, I think you have to wear the brace when you're a kid. Oh, But I think an older age, you just have to, she runs on a treadmill and does Pilates to help with her scoliosis. Well, she would do that anyway. I don't think that counts. I don't think everybody who has scoliosis has to wear the uh, brace. God, I had a friend who had to wear the brace through middle school. Rough. 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 Oh, that's really Rough. rough. Oh, yeah, she got made fun of every day. Because you think you can't see it through the clothes, but you can see it through the clothes. (laughs) (laughs) But it won't hold you back. Usain Bolt was born with scoliosis. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. How does he run? (laughs) He's fast. He's the fastest man ever. Damn. Yeah, I love watching Usain Bolt. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, he's crazy. Yeah, he'll he'll laugh at the guys that he leaves behind. He'll actually turn around and laugh. He should. He should. Yeah. At that point, you're allowed to. You're the fastest man in the world. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, Rebecca Romaine Stamos. Okay. Is it or is it just Romaine now? It's Romaine now, but I, if I I didn't know if I didn't put the Stamos on, you'd be like Rebecca Romaine. No. Who's that? It's Stamos. She's the sexy blue girl. <laughs> That, is that was the only part of the, I mean, that I X-Men really remember. Movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was the sexy blue girl. Mystique. Mystique. Is yes. Her, is her yeah, name. sexy. I feel bad that she's just always Jesse's wife to me. Not Jessica. anymore. Yeah. I know, but I, like, don't think of her own career. I mean, she really, well, she, she was a model, though. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so we don't know anything yeah, about that. Don't know I mean, that. come on. I mean, do we really think of Kelly Preston as anything other than John Traw's wife? No. Troops. <laughs> That's a troops bomb right there. <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth Taylor. Wow. She was born with scoliosis. I wonder, hmm, I wonder if it's worse if you're sucking cock. Like, does that make it worse? <laughs> like, should you not bend over? I imagine she has sucked a lot of cock in her day. Yeah. Or maybe she was, she didn't. No, no, no. Maybe she, she didn't. She the men to service her. And maybe she didn't. That's why she was married eight times. You know? Oh. 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 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have fun. <laughs> you two are too proud of that. Kirk Cobain. Severe scoliosis. In fact, some say the scoliosis combined with the stomach ailment that he had was why he was into heroin so much. That's although, why. Although, <laughs> although some argue that the stomach pain was the result of the heroin use. Yeah, and I think existential despair was probably the main sure, driver. Yeah. It was mostly the scoliosis. <laughs> <laughs> you just go back and re-listen to the Nirvana canon just think about scoliosis. Of, That's why, Like yeah. angst and sadness. <laughs> My back is good. I'm so sad about it. My back is hurting. I will rock my back to That's good. Thank you. Chloe Sevigny. Ooh. Yeah, your big love girl. I oh, like her girl. so much in the first season of Big Love. She is so bitchy. Conniving. Yeah, but I like it. Oh, yeah. It's the tight braids fault. Yeah. Anyone that has their hair that tight has issues. Yeah. I'll agree with that. Just all people. Yeah. You can't have tight hair. No, it just it makes your eyes dumb. <laughs> you know? It's just like how do you how do you deal with anything when all you, all I would think about is my hair is too tight. <laughs> ow, 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 ow. Daryl Hannah. <laughs> Splash! Splash! Kill Bill, all that splash! <laughs> Scoliosis the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I keep thinking about with all these damn mermaid blankets. Everyone's like, Gay, look, I want to be a mermaid. Like, they're doing, the, like, they have the mermaid blankets now. Yeah, well, yeah, there was a, G- Goop was selling a mermaid blanket. Uh, the mermaid blankets are everywhere. I need my legs to be free. Yeah. How do you even play a mermaid? I wouldn't want to. It's a blank, it's like a little sleeping sack you put on your legs? It's a sleeping sack for your legs, yes. And it's like, oh, it keeps you feet in. No, I need freedom. Yeah. I would cut holes at the bottom of it and be like, I'm half a fish, (laughs) half woman. Yeah, but then you're just wearing pants. (laughs) (laughs) With a big fin hanging down between the legs. Jackie's losing it. I like my diapy fin pants. (laughs) Liza Minnelli. Mmm. Maybe that's why she drank so much. <laughs> I like blaming everything. Oh, it's because of the scoliosis. It's because of this, hey, we're doing it, man. Liza Minnelli, Kurt Cobain, scoliosis. Scoliosis. Yeah. You know, bless their heart. Yeah. yeah. I like Liza Minnelli. Mm-hmm. From I like, Arrested Development. Well, mm-hmm. I like Judy Garland, and I feel like she's really, really did not fall far from the, from the tree. You know, Man, my mom met Judy Garland when she was a child. She met her backstage, like, my grandfather brought her to some show. She met her, and she remembers specifically that she was so pilled up and drunk that she could barely stand. And then you would watch her go out on stage, and she would be able to perform. And she was, like, she had never, she was such a big fan of The Wizard of Oz that, like, my mom was broken. Yeah. And it's like, that's a great story. (laughs) That's so fun, huh? (laughs) Yeah, I feel like it was, uh, Judy Garland was always like a, because you know, I loved my 1940s tap dancing films, but but it was always like an opportunity to be a cautionary tale. Like, and that's why you don't get all fucked up on drugs. Mm -hmm. Because there's like, you know, some of those movies, she's like clearly like propped up Mm -hmm. and still singing like a, Fish. Like a, a beautiful <laughs> fish. <laughs> yo, yo, ma. Yo, yo, ma. <laughs> cellist. Yes, the right? famous cellist had surgery oh, to correct that. his scoliosis when he was 25. Why do we know about yo, yo, ma? Because uh, he's like the best cellist. Yeah, he's just a really good cellist. Still? 
Like, does yeah. he still chill? As far as <laughs> he still chill. He's chill. As far, as far as I know, he chills daily. Wow. But it is like we don't know every fam- most famous concert band or orchestral instrument. So yeah. he must be really good at marketing himself. Yeah, we know Yo-Yo. Well, he had some good albums. I think in the 90s, people had that weird uh, moment where they were really into classical music mm-hmm. and really into, like Gregorian chant. Remember when the Gregorian chants was really big? Not my thing. Yeah, I mean, not our thing, but it was weird yeah. that yeah. it was big. I guess people were looking for something. Yeah. Well, Enya was also that time, so I think people were really looking for something. Yeah, that was during that same, like, shitty country resurgence, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, just when everybody collectively decided to have horrible taste in music. Don't tell my heart. My Ugh. achy, breaky heart. I refuse. I don't. Don't. Wait. <laughs> did, you, did, you see, did you see the video of Miley oh, Cyrus right. and Dolly Parton singing Jolene? And pentatonics. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, but, but, I hate pentatonics. But how do you feel about that? They did a good they job. They were fantastic. If they just, if pentatonics weren't there, uh-huh. but Miley Cyrus and Dolly Parton singing Jolene, beautiful. The thing is, Miley Cyrus has a good damn voice. She does voice. have a good voice. Good yeah. voice. Yeah, yeah. She has an amazing voice. I mean, she she was uh, forced to. But I hate her father with every fiber of my being. And Pentatonix just came out with a song. Doug likes to torture me. We watch every new Pentatonix video that comes out. And they did an Oh Come All You Faithful that was like Caribbean themed. Oh, I've heard and that. Like, I just kept yeah. expecting them to be like, Dale me banana. What are you doing? Just sing the fucking song. Laura Dern. Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. They say everything that I yeah, know them from. Jurassic Park. Blue Jello. Velvet. Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Blue Velvet. Yeah. I had a friend who was, like, insanely sexually attracted to her to a point that he had, like, posters of her. And I get it. How did like, he get a hold of a poster of Laura Jones? Jurassic Jarn. Park. It was a Jurassic Park poster. <laughs> the one person who's ordering posters of Laura Dern. Yeah. She's probably yeah, thankful. But, but there were never any Jurassic Park posters were all just... Dinosaurs. Just said dinosaurs. Who was doing the Laura Dern Jurassic Park poster? No, there was one. It was one with Laura Dern and... Um, I get it, though. The shorts that she wore in uh, in Jurassic Park were pretty fantastic. I mean, she is sexy in it. I just... I, I never thought of her as, like, a sex symbol. Yeah. So, I mean, that is nice. Isn't that for her? Yeah. Nice of that guy to be obsessed with Laura Dern. Yeah. There was that moment when she was running uh, after the raptor attack, and she was and she saw Sam Neill, and she started running to her. She goes, run! And then she started running towards him, and you can see butt the entire way. And she's got the uh, the wife beater on the whole time, right? Uh, I'm sorry, what is it? A shirt. A shirt. <laughs> I honestly forget that it's called something. The second I said wife beaters, I'm not supposed to say wife beater anymore. Yeah, that was a long time ago. It's just all I know it as. Yeah, no, I hear you. I've, I've, it's taken me years to, in, to incorporate a shirt into my vocabulary. It's just weird because I don't even see it as a bad thing to say yeah. because it's just like, oh, that's just, I don't even think of the connotation of it. And no wonder she's sexy if she's wearing an A-shirt. It's my favorite type of shirt. Yeah, she was wearing it. Fl- right. Flatters everybody. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Uh-oh, we're getting corralled. <laughs> Blind items. Oh, we can't see them. <laughs> oh, this next one. Listen to this. This comes from a source that once shared a hotel with this maybe A-list actress. He alleges that although they were fairly far apart in location, he could still hear her when she was getting freaky with it. He said... It sounded like she was being murdered. Got to give us, got to give us a little hint. Big eyes. Angelina Jolie. The, he said it's a miracle no one called nine one one. Wow. And who was the other guy? Who was the? Just Angelina Jolie fucking someone. 
Okay. But she was screaming and yelling like she was getting murdered. I just feel like, I mean, she probably was in pain because she has no meat on her bones. <laughs> that anything grinding up against her is probably painful. I don't know. She strikes me as somebody who just like really goes with it and is like performatively, well, performatively or just really fucking passionate. Although having, you know, had my share of roommates over the years, whenever somebody is really loud, I'm like, okay, you don't have to do that. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're being too much. Yeah, yeah. right. Like, I get, you get in the moment, you want to make your noise, fine. But, like, sometimes it's, I, Angelina could either be she's just that passionate or she's just that performative, you know? I feel like she, like, gets into the Maleficent head when she has sex now. She's just get the girl. This next one, I think you'll actually like this. With her career faltering and album album sales not doing well, this former A plus list singer has reached out to the one named aging permanent A list singer to try and make amends. If the career was doing well, there is no way she would do this. Is this the Mariah Carey, Demi Lovato thing? Not Demi Lovato. Ariana Grande. One name. Rihanna? Close. She don't Bay? like... Bay. Bay? No. Bay. Mariah Carey reaching out to Bay. Oof. Ouch. Oh, and that's why they had that picture that's together. Why they, that's ah. why they had that picture together, because Mariah Carey went to kiss the ring. Whoa. Ouchie, wouchie, ouch. Man, I bet she wants nobody to know that. Oh, can you imagine being Beyonce and having to just be like no. polite? <laughs> no. 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 You and your breasts can turn around and get out of here. The breasts that don't move, and all she does is show them. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, say whatever you will feel about positively about Mariah Carey. I don't have those feelings, but I respect people who do, who think that she's very good. But she is just not in even the same universe to Beyonce, and I feel like that would be a very awkward meeting. If it happened in 97, though, or 96, was it? 97, Butterfly. Yeah, Yeah, I feel like then that would have been fun. Yeah. Well, was Destiny's Child first coming on the scene in 97? I think so, right? Yeah, Yeah, I think maybe 98. 98, possibly. Also, you should be listening. The uh, Destiny's Child Christmas songs are a lot of fun. Oh, yeah? I will tell you that. Okay. On the first day of Christmas, my baby gave to me something, something, and a diamond ring. And it's like all about, <laughs> like, yeah, it's all about awesome, sexy, grand gestures. Is it on your Spotify? It is. And remind me of the name of your Spotify Christmas list? Suck My Christmas. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, and if you guys are looking for a new uh, Christmas song for your last minute Christmas playlist, at the end of this episode, we're going to be playing the brand new Cowman single, uh, I'm Not Coming Home for Christmas This Year. I fucking love this song. We're very I, proud I know of this that song. I'm biased, but it has been stuck in my head ever since I heard it. It's extremely catchy. We're very proud of this one. I put it on my Spotify playlist. Yay, I'll put it on my Spotify playlist. It's really, really good. Oh, yeah. Destiny's Child, first album, 1998. All right. Yeah, sold almost a million albums, uh, but uh, The Writing's on the Wall, 1999, 6.4 million albums sold. Whoa. Up like a star. And finally, (laughs) it's this one features y'all's boy. You love him. I know how much you love him. Let's see if you like the woman he's bedded this time. Uh Uh-oh. 
The first few days of filming have been intense. This married foreign-born movie actress, who is an Academy Award winner slash nominee, and her foreign-born A-list dual threat actor, TV and movies, have been very touchy-feely. He's always up for fun, whether he has a girlfriend or not, and she doesn't seem to be holding back either. Lots of sparks. Wait, now I'm a little bit. I thought I was. I thought know the who first was. one was, I, and I also thought the first person you're talking about was a man. And so, so I thought the first person is a man. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I thought Idris Elba. I was like, who do Jackie and I both love? And you're Idris right. Elba. It is Idris Elba. And who is? And we don't. Do we know who the lady is? The lady. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Redhead. Yeah, she's. He's the duel. She's the movie actress. She's a redhead. Been around for a little while. First got really big around the time as all the Destiny's Child stuff, late 90s. Julianne Moore? No. In one of the biggest movies of all time. Uh, Kate Winslet. Her and Idris Elba. No. Whoa. <laughs> he gets around, man. Oh, and she's beautiful. <laughs> Damn. I've definitely been attracted to her since Titanic. Oh, yeah. my God. Uh, she is sexy. Good for her. Oh, my <laughs> Wasn't she married? She got divorced. Uh, yeah, she got okay. divorced. Yeah. Oh, yes, man. Please. What I really respect about Idris Elba is he doesn't go for, like, super young girls no. or anything like that. Yeah. Like, he goes for, like, he goes for and classy. talented. Classy, yes. talented ladies. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, He's damn. perfect. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm good at what I do, Idris. You should give me a call. I'm I think not you're too young. I think you're too. I think y'all are too young. No. He's, well, in a, he, he's into women in their 40s, 40s, 50s, and 60s. Oh, good for yeah, him. Yeah, Meryl. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that's great for him. Honestly, that's fine. If 30 is, if I, if he's gonna make me feel young at 30, then God bless you even more, Idris Elba. Yeah, and the movie they're working on is called The Mountain Between Us. We'll oh watch my god. it. We'll watch it. Jesus. Man, that's, I didn't think it could get better than Idris and Meryl Streep. I'm horny just thinking yeah, about Idris it. And, <laughs> Idris and Kate Winslet is like, that is, she might be. She definitely is in my top five favorite, like, beautiful mm. and talented and lovable actresses. Mm. Definitely. And she is just so classy. So classy. Ooh, and they're both British. Ooh. 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's all the blind items we got. But you know what? It's time for our other annual Christmas yes. tradition. Yes. 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 I wasn't going to ask because I wasn't sure if we had moved on. We will never, ever, ever move on from I I Think You Might Like It. Yes. Boom. Scoop. Boom. Scoop. Here comes my hometown. For those of you who are new listeners to Page 7, every year we listen uh, to the John Travolta, Olivia Newton-John collaboration, I think you might like it. Filmed at an airport. <laughs> Please do yourself a favor and look up this video while you're watching. Please do watch this video. It is. This is Olivia. They're right now. They're showing Olivia Newton-John idling forward in a turquoise Chevy with a back seat full of fake gifts. A lot of jump cuts. It's a poorly edited film. <laughs> and then we run to each other. They're definitely, like, not in an airport now. They're just in a hallway, an outdoor area. No, there's a plane behind them, Molly. There's a plane behind them. <laughs> in a, a parking lot. I think it was one of their houses, maybe? It's a plane in a parking lot. 
parking lot. It's a plane in a parking lot. No, remember, it's the airport. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. small It's the airport. tiny airport made out of cinder blocks. <laughs> because the whole thing is that he's got a gift, and I think you might like it. It's a vague Christmas song. Yeah, because it's also about family, and he does have some, has some of John Travolta's real, has his real family in it. Yeah. And it's uh, also about I'm coming home. Yeah, there's some old people at the airport. There's some. It is just so fake and so shitty. You would really think that John Traw would have more money than this. I, I mean, Olivia Newton John, I understand. She doesn't have a whole lot of cash. That's why I feel like she probably came to him with this idea. Uh, I think yeah. this might be a train station and not an airport. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there's a big turbine behind there it. There is a turbine. It just doesn't look like an airport at all. Oh, and th- that's my favorite part is uh, there's two soldiers that come home. One soldier has his family there. The other soldier doesn't have any family there. So the security guard so gives them a hug. They hug each other. <laughs> oh, and then they're wearing their Christmas jammies. And they're watching It's a Wonderful Life together. Which, frankly... I don't want them to be watching It's a Wonderful Life. The soldiers do some boot scooting. It's just the boot scooting in this is so, I mean, just beyond so far. It's, well, yeah. they do a boot scoot dance. Like, everyone in the video does a one-two, one-two, boot scoot to right, boot scoot to the left dance. And and no, nothing more, no more choreography than that. <laughs> All right, well, that's it for this year's Page 7. Oh, Happy man. New Year, everybody. Happy Merry New Christmas. Year. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Thank okay. y'all very much for spending this year with us and we love each and every one of you. Hell yeah, we'll see you on the other side. I think you might like 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 it. (laughs) The presents are wrapped. They're ready to ship. This bottle's all gone. I've had a last sip.
Christmas, everybody. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to cavecomedyradio.com.